Hey guys, this is Mandy, and I'm the girl who doesn't like cake. Hmm. Hi guys, this is Ollie, and I definitely wash my legs and my feet in the shower. And you're listening to the Mandy and Ollie podcast. <laughs> You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. Same. <laughs> I love that you're doing this despite the fact that you know we have music now. You're just like, I'm gonna sing to all the beats. Do, 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 do. Decided who's editing because I I might want to keep that in. That's hilarious. Oh goodness, oh goodness. Uh, well, it's hard to break habit. I feel like it's routine now. Like that's the intro, and even if people listeners don't know that's the intro, you and I know that's the real intro. So okay. <laughs> how are you doing? Fine day, Mandy. I'm good. I am ready to talk about the updates on our goals because. Ring, ding, 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 ding. That's not a drum note or a, I don't know what that was. But um, I completed my goals list. Oh, congratulations. Wait, was this like a, like goals throughout the entire week or did you like Nah, the original list. I finally worked out. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I did like... A couple of physical things and the specific ab workout that I had put on my list. Okay. So I'm like, ooh, she did that. She completed nice. it. What motivated <laughs> you to do it? Did you just wake up and say, I'm getting this done today. I'm going to do it. Mm, nah. So the first, <laughs> the first part of it was like um, my friend invited me to go see a waterfall. Okay. Um, which I didn't even know the area I lived in had those, but I was just like, right. sure. And then I was like, wait, do we have to hike to this waterfall? And um, he was like, yeah, probably. So then I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to be doing a physical activity <laughs> beyond what I usually do. Cause sometimes I go to like a dance class um, as Ollie well knows, but I'm just like, okay, this is going to be a physical thing that I'm going to have to do, which then I did, and it was it was hard. <laughs> Not hard, but it's like my body immediately reacted. Like, what what the what the heck is going on? What is this? What is happening here? <laughs> I'm going to rebel against you, so you stop. But I was like, I'm with people. Stop acting up. You embarrassing me. We gotta keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst when your body starts doing the opposite of what you wanted to do? And you have companies like, can you stop exactly. sweating? Can you actually lift up when I tell you to and not three seconds after? Pay attention. Listen to exactly. me. Exactly. It was like we started walking. And I'm like we were literally just walking. But the walk that we started doing immediately was on an incline. And so Strange. I immediately was like, mm-hmm. And that was partly my fault because we parked not close 
to where we had to go for the waterfall, but I didn't realize it was further, and I was the one that was like, oh, let's park further away because I need the exercise. <laughs> To uh, it. Let me show my ambition. <laughs> Real ambition with that one. <laughs> right. So then when I immediately started dying, but I was trying not to tell them I was dying, and um, my friend was like, let's see who's going to get tired first. And I was like, it's me. I am. I'm tired now. I'm tired <laughs> right now. And then he was like, we just started walking. I was like, I know, but I'm tired. <laughs> I'm I'm trying not to breathe real loud in front of everybody, but <laughs> I'm tired. Well, you trying to you trying mm-hmm. to quiet your breathing? I'm you just like speaking some real talk right now. Out through your mouth, but let it be quiet. Hurting, then your teeth get a little fragile. If they're sensitive, you just can't you can't do anything. You just gotta just be quiet. People talking, you just mm-hmm, just nodding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, believe it or not, like, that initial part was kind of, like, the worst of it because my body realized, no, we're not stopping. So, it was like, okay, I guess I'll stop giving you, like, a fake attack right now. Like, I can't even call it a heart attack. It was just, like, so many things. My body was just like, we're going to try and shut everything down that you will stop. And I was like, we can't stop. And it was like, okay, I'll just go back to I'll just make you sweat. And I was like, that's cool. That's the goal. So, I mean, I was tired. I was moving slowly, but I wasn't dying anymore. So that was the walk to the park or to the wooded area where we then had to hike again to get to the waterfall. And we went again, went up some steps on this incline and kind of through this wooded path. And when we got to the waterfall, we realized we went to the top of the waterfall where we probably should have went to the bottom of the waterfall, which would have been an easier walk. So then I was like, oh, we really just giving me extra exercise. (laughs) But it was still worth it. It was still really cool. So after I experienced that, then I was like, okay, um, of course not the same day, but I was like, yeah, I can do the ab workout now. Like... I know I can do it. I'm just, I just have to do it. You primed yourself. That's good. I'm proud of you. That's good. You, uh, you said you, your brain told everybody to shut down. You made me have a flashback to Osmosis Moss, uh, Jones. Do you remember that show and the cartoon? Oh the yeah, movie and the cartoon? yeah, I like the movie. I love that movie. I liked movie. it too. I feel like it was ahead of its time, and even though it was like animated in parts, it was also adultish. So I feel like a lot of people didn't get mm-hmm. the movie, but the animated Especially show, like that came on like Fox or WB Kids, I really, really liked that show. Yeah, it was. It did have like weird adult parts, and the live action part. Bill Murray was the body, yep. and he's yep. just. It was just really gross. <laughs> I yeah, was just like, was I nasty. don't want to be inside Bill Murray's body. Right, it was and really so <laughs> not in the good sickening kind of way. Sick of that. Sick. It was like that's sick. <laughs> yeah, like, this, is, this is gross. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's good to know that somebody got their goals done this week because I (laughs) did not. But, okay, let me put an asterisk here. I did not get any of my goals written down on my goal to-do list because of circumstances. And so, like, I walked past Mm. the to-do list several times, and I was to-doing things, but 
nothing got all the way to done. So <laughs> I did, yesterday, this week, I just put my list back up on my wall, and I was like, okay, I'm not taking you down no matter what circumstances come my way. I'm just going to leave you out of the box so you're right in front of me. So I am very excited about getting stuff done this week. I've already written a couple of things down that need to be transferred to my list. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean, definitely no judgment. It took me four weeks to complete mine, and they were not hard. And the one that was probably one of the easiest for me to do, being the ab workout, was the last thing that I did. So <laughs> I am in no place to be like, girl, I have to finish your goals. Um, I'm just like, girl, when we, when we finally do those, like hats off, pats on the back, round of applause, let me hear that ass clap, all of it. All right. Okay. Monday. Wale. Okay. 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 So where do you want to start at? I feel like we have a lot on our dockets. Um where we always start, Pinky? To take over the always start Oh, I'm Pinky? Oh, you tried it. You tried it. <laughs> so you want me to volunteer to be pinky? Where do we start every time, Brian? I don't know, in the kitchen? No. To be fair, I would probably be pinky. <laughs> you tried it. I, but I mean, you didn't want to ask me the question, so you asked the question like you was pinky. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm the brain. I did not give you a British accent, and you do not talk like you got some kind of dome that's the size. Pinky didn't have a British accent. Pinky was supposed to have a British accent. Do you not remember? No. Like, oh, brain. Brain. I don't know, brain. It was supposed to be British. I took it to be British, but I mean, this is just in retrospect. I haven't seen it lately, but that's what I remember. I haven't either. Yeah, so maybe we need to look into that. What is it, brain? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Talk like that. Anywho, we always start with this is a safe space. And I just want to be upfront and say I don't have anything for this segment, but I feel like I contribute to whatever you have to add. So what do you have? Okay. I have two, kind of. Two? Two. Oh, you said two. Okay. (laughs) That's a Jew. Um, What? (laughs) <laughs> and they're both I'm going to say like they're kind of I was in my mind they're small but you know we're, we could expound on them so they could be more my first one for this is a safe space is I feel like we need to have an open forum where we all agree and this is literally everyone in the world to bring back Carrie Hilson I'm waiting for audience response. <laughs> so I understand what you're saying. I know for a fact I could bet my life on it and my unborn child's life that the whole world is not going to agree on that. <laughs> but I feel like I they should agree. I should and will they. Two different things. But I agree. They should agree because Carrie Hilson is a bomb writer, songstress, mm-hmm. lyricist, performer, mm-hmm. dancer, even actress. So I would agree that I would prefer to see her in the spotlight than, you know, popping up every now and then. I understand that she herself had to take her own personal break, but public ridicule she faced was just ridiculous. I know I just jumped all over the place, but in conclusion, I agree that she needs to be brought back. But what <laughs> made you think of Carrie Hilson of all people? 
Um, a couple of things. One, I mean, in the time when she was around, I was very much a Carrie Hilson fan. Like, I agree with you. I thought that she was a beautiful lyricist, songwriter, songstress. But, like, the she also was just good. Like, she sang well. She performed well. She was good. Um, She's from her, our side of town. She's from our side of town. Mm-hmm. She's from Atlanta. So hey. I'm just like, yeah, hometown girl, go ahead and get it. The issue came about when people felt as though she was dissing some people of her genre that came before her. Sierra, yeah. but of course of course, most notably, Beyonce. This is the beginning of the power of the beehives when they were like, we can end someone's life and career. The issue was, Carrie Hilson never actually said, I hate Beyonce or Beyonce's trash or any of that other nonsensical stuff that I feel like she would know better than to say. She just had a song lyric that people interpreted as being about Beyonce. And recently, Beyonce was at uh, one of these NBA finals games, Mm -hmm. and a woman talked across her to Jay-Z. Now, I'm not going to deny, that was a rude thing to do. It's generally rude to talk across people as if that person isn't there. But, of course, the beehive was like, what you not finna do? And blah, 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 went off. <laughs> yeah, they went to stinging. But they need to remember, like, after you use your stinger, you die. But what do I know about bees? All right. <laughs> <laughs> and as many times as the beehive have come to end someone's career, this is the first time Beyonce's publicist was like, y'all, please stop. We have to stop the madness. Y'all can't try to kill everyone that you feel like has slightly slighted Beyonce. So I'm like, okay, if we're going to put that out there, if we're going to acknowledge that Beyonce does not want her fans fighting battles for her that she's not in actual fights with, then we should bring back Carrie Hilson. Because that, to me, is an original fight that Beyonce wasn't in. That The Beehive was like, oh, we're going to end this for you, Beyonce. We're going to take care of this. And Beyonce's like, I'm not fighting, but okay. <laughs> I would like it gives the push it. I was going to say, I would like to interject before we move back on to Carrie Hill's end. I When I heard that Beyonce had a publicist, like, my mouth went agape. Like, my jaw dropped, and I probably could have <laughs> caught flies for two minutes. I was like, Beyonce has a what? Like, first of all, Beyonce doesn't speak to us unless she's performing. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're gone are the days of Beyonce doing personal interviews, throwing shade at her band members. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's evolved mm-hmm. from that. So when I heard Beyonce's publicist, I was like, is this a hoax? Like, who is claiming to be Beyonce's publicist? Who is claiming yeah. to be on her behalf. So what I thought was real, I was like, okay, this must be serious. On, I'm not trying to defend the lady. The I don't I don't know if she's a businesswoman. I don't want to just call her the wife. She was of at the owner, M- but no, that's who she was. So you can yeah, but I, I'm just saying she might be more than that. So I don't. Just like oh, say, uh, okay. Oh, she's just the I wife of so and so. But the lady in question, she um didn't respond. She said she was 
simply getting their drink and food orders for one of those cop talks. And I was at first I was like, okay, that makes sense. And I was like, I don't know, you were. I don't think I would be that irritated looking if you were just getting my drink and food order. It looked like more than that. But she said she was getting the drink and food order and asking if they'd be coming to the next game. And I'm just like, you just have to be aware of your personal space and boundaries. And then they released some other photos of her doing it to Rihanna and someone else. And I was just like, mm-hmm. so this is just a habit she has. <laughs> she don't know how to how to not talk across people. She's just rude, which I got. I'm like, tell her about manners. Don't threaten her. That's so unnecessary. Her life. Yeah, that's just going above and beyond. And again, like Drake says, y'all are all Twitter fingers. Y'all be all big and tough online. And then in person, don't want to say anything or do anything, or you don't even run in the same circles or the same environments to do anything. So just mm. calm it down. Calm it down. Yeah. Yeah, you said you had, wait, let's go back to Carrie. So what do you think the proper course of action would be? Like, would Beyonce's publicist release another statement and be like, hey, P.S., let's bring back Carrie. <laughs> like, how would we go back doing this? Well, do we just, like, start, I... you know, promo to stream her music, get her some funds coming in? Like, what do we do? Yeah, like, maybe she needs to go back. And I don't know if she's been doing this, but, like, songwriting for other people. Mm-hmm. And then maybe... When she's songwriting for one of those people, she says, instead of giving me money, give me a feature. Like, someone needs to kind of introduce her back into the culture in terms of her music so that we understand the girl is talented or the woman is talented. Like, she never lost her skill set. She never lost her abilities. We just didn't give her the opportunity to showcase it anymore. And then hopefully that gives her opportunity to even make music where it's like she doesn't have to continue to blow up. There's a lot of artists that are out right now that like used to be really popular and all they just do is release their music solo and then they have their own personal fan base and they can tour off of that and live for the rest of their lives. But it just feels like with Carrie Hilson and she's just like nobody's sick of her. And that makes me sad because I'm like I still like her. Yeah, and I wouldn't no. be able to say that freely without no, getting side glasses. I think that's fair. No, you should not be getting stung for saying that. Like, I don't skip when when energy comes on a pretty girl rock, even if it's on repeat. If it comes on like two songs in a row, I let it ride. I don't skip pretty girl rock. I don't skip energy, and I don't skip turning me on. But when you you mm-hmm. mentioned something about features, I can honestly only think of two people: Timberland and um. And Lil Wayne, who've ever featured her on anything, so I couldn't even think of any other artists who have really worked. With I think her. they like, they were featured on her album though. Well, I know she Not, was featured on Timberland's, but Lil Wayne was featured mm, on her. Oh yeah, that makes sense because Timberland don't yeah. have his own songs. But yeah, he, be bringing, <laughs> he, he, he be bringing. He brings a lot of um, actors. Actors. He brings a lot of singers onto his project. So. Yeah, he's the original DJ Khaled. But um, he she had, like, Neo and Kanye on that one song, oh, Love yeah, Knocks You Down. Oh, yeah, Me Down. I mm-hmm. loved that song. Yeah, that was a good cool song. So I liked good. that video, too. Yeah, it was good. It was good video. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, a video can really, like, I can really like a song, and then a video could just make the song be okay still, or it could just really sell. Yeah, I don't know if it needs to be, like, maybe a old. But even, like, she had the song with Chris Brown. You remember? It's Superhuman. Bell, but it's not. Oh, uh, uh, are you sure it's not John Sparks? Superhuman. Who? who? Jordan Sparks. Am I sure it's not who? 
Jordan Sparks? Nah, Jordan Sparks had um, Fly, the song about the breathing. Yeah, breathe. There you go. <laughs> One of those actions. Fly. Get up. <laughs> breathe. There we go. <laughs> Some of y'all are supposed to be with no breathe air. No air. That's, what That's what it is. That's what it was. Get up. No air. Yeah. <laughs> I, was close. I was getting there. I was getting there. Yeah, you're right. Superhuman was cool. I didn't care for that video. That's when they were dressed up like mechanics and stuff. I think. Oh yeah, no. I just like the song. But that's what I'm saying. Like there was just a time when it was like, yes, Carrie Hilson was was working with everybody, collabing. It was a good environment. Now, folks are just like, nope, we denounce her. And there's so many folks who get canceled, and then you immediately, like, people forget about it. So why are we still have Carrie Hilson in the doghouse? If Ky- if people are still listening to Kanye, which they are, then let's and listen to Carrie Hilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and going to his Sunday services. Hello. Then let's That is a really good point. I mean, we talked about cancel culture before, but she's been canceled for a long time for some people, most people. And I don't know why that is. Like, there's just, like, mm-hmm. some roadblock there that people are not allowing themselves to remove. Don't know why. Strange. And petty. Very, very petty. Petty boots. <laughs> petty boots. You said you had a, a two-part, or was that the same thing? Uh, Nope, I had another one. My second one is basically what I will say is another one bites the dust, which is that I was talking to somebody, and now we're not really talking. Oh, oh, we're going there? All right. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to go too <laughs> in-depth on it because I already told the podcast I was single, which is facts. Like, we were not in a relationship. Um, but now I'm really, really single because I'm not – even talking to anyone for real, and that's by choice. I guess the thing. Yes, it's, it was by my choice. Okay. So yeah, the reason why I bring it and this is a safe space is, again, we talked about it a little bit before, but I'm just like, I was talking to this person and I felt like I was could just flat out say like you know. What? Where do you think this is going? Do you see a progression? Do you want a progression? I'm ready for a relationship. Are you not ready for a relationship? Blah, 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 blah. Or are you ready to consider a relationship? Like, just having natural progress. And if there isn't natural progress, not wasting each other's time. And um, I decided for – or. It feels like I'm making all the decisions in the circumstance, but that's part of the problem. Like, <laughs> like he just didn't seem like he had, he wanted to make a decision on anything. Like he was very much saying he wanted to go with the flow or he just goes with the flow. And I'm just like, so you're just literally willing to let things happen to you in your life and you don't have any agency in your own life. Okay. Well, I'm deciding that we should just be friends because I don't feel like you're deciding to choose me or pick me to be serious with. And he went with it. He's just like, yeah, okay, let's be friends. Um, So we hung out after I made that decision. And it's one of those things where it's like I could tell instinctively he still wanted to be romantic in a way, but I'm just like, nah, I already made the decision. And I I still have, you know, those thoughts and those feelings for you as well, but I've made the decision. Like, we're not 
going to do anything differently because I know there won't be a difference from you. If I thought I could see an opportunity of a difference, then maybe I would be like, let me reconsider. But that's not what was happening. So another one bites the dust. It's a... <laughs> I get it, full circle. <laughs> Sorry to you guys' ears. That was a loud octave laugh. Anywho, it confuses me when people are just so nonchalant, um, specifically, I guess, in partnerships, commitmentships, relationships, situationships, after you've known and have gotten to know someone out for quite some time. I could see if this is like a, a fling or a one-night type of thing or like, one week, a couple of weeks type of thing, but correct me if I'm wrong, you've known this person for quite a bit of time, right? Like more than a couple of months, correct? Almost a year. Almost <laughs> a year. And if, if, if someone had come to me, I guess, and I know different perspectives and said, hey, I just want to know where we stand or if you see this going somewhere or if, you know, you just want to be friends or if we, we can be romantic or, if you know, you're feeling how I'm feeling. And I'm just like, you know, I, I'm just going with the flow. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I just could never see myself saying anything like I'm just going with the flow or I'm not sure right now or let's just chill or why are you being so serious or I'm just you know I'm just gonna go with the flow until maybe I have a baby on somebody or maybe I maybe I end up married right. somewhere you know what I mean like or maybe I play the peekaboo game where I check in on people you know you you're not married you still single all right well I'm gonna go do what I want to do for another five years then I'll check in again so I'm just <laughs> I just can never imagine myself like that being a choice because that's a choice, you know what I'm saying, where I'm giving you all these mm-hmm. options to communicate with me and make a productive choice with progressive towards us or not towards us, and you're just like, I'm, I'm just going to see what the world has in store. That's just very odd to me. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, especially as we get older, I feel like people are very much in a place of, activeness when it comes to other areas of their life like they don't just want to let things happen to them they want to start making decisions for themselves and then when it comes to relationships they're expecting that even though they know they like someone that somehow the relationship will happen to them instead of them deciding to form the relationship like it doesn't make sense (laughs) it doesn't work at all so Faith without works is dead, and you don't have to be religious to know that or live by that or apply that to your situation. You can hope and hope and wish all you want, but if you don't put any actions or intentions behind it, it's not going to grow into anything. Yep. So, um, another one bites the dust, then. Another one bites the dust. Now that Mandy is done silencing me, it's time for a movie review. (laughs) So I'm pretty sure that I saw this movie, and I think I know I'm pretty sure that Mandy saw it too. So spoiler alert, we're going to be talking about Aladdin, you guys and gals and Mandy. I was so excited for this movie, and... I was excited, not in a nostalgic or I love the original Aladdin, this would be a great type of way, but just like a curiosity type of excited. Like I've seen Disney butcher sequels before, I've seen Disney butcher live actions before, and I've just been like, you know what, I really 
I really want this to work out, and I really want it to be great. And to me, it worked out, and it was great, and there were so many moments where, like, my eyes were watery, and I'm, like, up and dancing and everything, and it was just – it, I was up because we went to the drive-in, so it was okay for me to be up and dancing, <laughs> like, in the car. Like, it was just so much fun and so interactive. So how did you feel about it, Mandy? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it, too. I was excited about it. I don't know why or how I ended up excited. I even, like, talked to my sister about it, and she said, like, when she saw it, she thought of me because apparently she remembers me watching this movie every day and it being my favorite movie when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, that's crazy because I don't remember watching it every day. I remember watching a lot of movies every single day when I went (laughs) home, um, making me realize that when I was a young, young kid, we did not have cable, but I had a VHR and a stack of VHS tapes. So I watched them joints every single day. Um, And Aladdin was definitely in that rotation. (laughs) So I'm just like, yeah. So she, and she thought of it like, yeah, you should go see this and this would be a good date movie for you. So um, this is actually the movie I saw with the person that I decided to be friends with after we had decided to be friends. But neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I still thoroughly enjoyed the film and was very excited to see it. Yes. I'm glad to hear that because we did not have a... the same consensus on the last movie that we talked about. Y'all should go listen to the prior podcast to figure out what movie that was. And it just, okay, so I compared it to excitement-wise. So I was also excited to see Captain Marvel. And I, I, was, I didn't have any expectations for Captain Marvel. I was just like, I'm excited to see it. I'm, I'm ready to see it. And after I saw the movie, honestly, I didn't enjoy it. Everyone else who saw it was like, what? You didn't like You didn't like I was like, no, I didn't I didn't care for this movie. I didn't like it. I could have done without it. I understand they're trying to rush and put it in so they can put her, you know, briefly in Endgame because she's off-world anyway. But, okay, whatever. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to say that the excitement for both these movies were, like, the same in Aladdin, you know, what am I trying to say, match that excitement, like it, it came through, and I feel like Captain Marvel did not, even though they're different movies. Anywho, I liked Will Smith as the genie. As Mandy previously said, it might have been off the pod, but she was just like, you know, sometimes it's hard to separate Will Smith from his characters because it's like Will Smith in Suicide Squad, Will Smith playing somebody, Will Smith as the genie. You see Will Smith before you see the genie. And that definitely was the case here, but I enjoyed it. He made it his own. He didn't try to, like, Robin Williams it, like, rest in peace to him, because he was an amazing genie in his own right. And I appreciated mm-hmm. that, too. Like, he he didn't try to live up to maybe someone else's expectation of the animated movie. Yeah, I feel like when he would talk about it in interviews, he was trying to explain that to all of us who were, you know, there are a lot of people who were skeptical, and it made me feel like maybe he had, um, like he gave input to the process before they even started filming to say like, oh, here's some things that I would like to do as the genie that is separate from Robin Williams because there were so many parts that were like, this is exactly as it was with Robin Williams. But even with those things, it never felt like, like I had to directly compare him 
to Robin Williams. It was just like, yeah, Robin Williams has his, and now Will Smith has his. Mm-hmm. I was very, very pleased with it. Like, very, very pleased. Like, I would see it again, and I'm definitely going to buy the DVD. I can't tell you the last time I bought a DVD. Uh, we word? have the option to, like, buy <laughs> word to, to you, to your mother, to your father. <laughs> the last time, uh, so we have the option to buy, like, digital stuff, but it also make, it always makes me feel weird because I'm like, what if something happens to this smart TV and I can't access the digital copy of what I need or whatever? But I am really mm-hmm. looking forward to um, seeing this again. Maybe not in the theaters, maybe on DVD just because it will be, like, cheaper to rewatch. <laughs> so I'm yeah. excited. I honestly would give this movie a 9 out of 10. And I feel like that Ooh. might even be a little lower. But if we're on the last time we did it on the one to five scale, I would give this a four point five on the one to five scale. No, we did a one to ten because I oh, said seven point okay. oh, yeah. five. And you said five point five. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I would give this a nine. What would you give it? Um. Well, before I rate it, I just had like a couple more comments that I felt about it. One thing that I was very much worried about. Um, Disney in their princess related movies and just like all their movies though, the music is very much a big thing. And Aladdin has so many iconic songs um, that I was singing throughout the film. And uh, the guy that I was with was just like, oh, you really just know all the songs? And I'm like, why don't you? How, <laughs> is not, the right. How do you not know? <laughs> you cannot have seen that movie and still know the songs. <laughs> but, um, you know, they had a new song for Princess Jasmine specifically. And I was sitting there, and they did like an original version of it and then a reprise kind of like how they did in Moana and so I was sitting there like of course we don't know this song so I'm like how am I gonna feel about this song and I was like oh I, oh when she, especially when she did the reprise I was like welling up and my eyes were welling up with tears a little bit like oh yeah she, I don't, whew, this is good <laughs> I, I appreciate this song this can go into you know the Disney canon of good songs so I like that. I like that it, again, like just brought a new element to it that had me be like, yes, yes, Aladdin, yes, Disney, all the above, just yes. Yeah. Um, what else did I like about it? Um, I'm try- I guess I'm trying not to give spoilers. Uh, on I, it. Heard, I thought he said spoiler alert. It's not. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Because you didn't give any spoilers yet, and there's a movie that literally already exists, so... Oh, well, there's, there's something I did ends? not like, and that will, I guess, be a spoiler. There's something I really did not like. Okay. We didn't too late. All right. And it's a bit of a contradiction because of what it is. So there's a point in the movie where um, people have been captured. We all know this is an animated film. And there's a point where Jasmine goes into her own little, like, delusional world and starts, mm, like, yeah. freeing herself and stuff. And that song I could not stand. And I don't know if it was because it wasn't really It's the before. same song I, I was, was talking about. It was, oh, really? It was ill-fitting? I just did not like it. And the contradiction is that the song is called, like, I Won't Be Silenced or I Won't Be, you know, Quieted. And I'm Peaceful. like, I wish you would be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would be shushed because I don't want to hear this song. I was so annoyed by it. And even the person I went with who was enjoying it the whole time, they were like, 
how does this fit? <laughs> and I was well, like, honestly, they try, they made it fit, but it could have it would have been fine without it. And I feel like if something is fine without the addition, then you don't need the addition. She sang the song twice though. So the first time she sang it was the first time they told her to be quiet, <laughs> and she was just like sitting by her little pond with you know Raja was around, and she just did like a little short version of it, like I won't be speechless or however it goes. And then, but then yeah, I she, forgot was, that part. she was talking to herself. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> so, that part. Th- yeah, so this moment was her like working Speaking up her courage up. to to yeah. actually speak up. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But I, I did forget that part, so it just seemed like it came out of the blue, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like, girl, be quiet, <laughs> girl, be quiet." And as a woman, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but I wish you would be quiet. And it's not a disrespectful way, just like this is holding up the movie. And it wasn't like a short song; it was a full blown song. And on top of that, let's be real: the Pink Ranger can't really sing. Like, if that was her vocals on there and not somebody else singing for her, she can't really sing. That's who No, it was her. It was her singing. That's what I'm saying. She can't sing then if it was her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Let's be real. That's just sad. I'll be real. I mean, if she listens to this one day, then just know I'll be real with you. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you, girl. I'm gonna tell you the truth. <laughs> you I think it would have been bad. more tolerable, right? I think it would have been more tolerable if I was like, you know what, she has a good voice, but I was like, this is ill placed. I don't want to hear this song, and she doesn't sound tolerable. So it was just a lot of no thank yous for me. Like I went and started eating my food, and I was like, is she done? No, all right. Now mm, <laughs> I feel like they didn't give her a lot of dubbing or auto tune because they did that with Will Smith on the parts right. where he was supposed to sing. <laughs> right. Maybe that. But it was, was like we hired thing. you to sing, so sing the song. <laughs> we don't expect Will Smith. I mean, it's true. It's true. Um, and I don't know how many other people um that are like of Middle Eastern or Indian descent that they auditioned where they were like, this person could sing or couldn't sing, but they chose her. So yeah, we have expectations, but I liked the song. I agree. She maybe wasn't the best at singing it, but I liked the song itself. So it'd be interesting to hear the soundtrack to hear who else they had singing it, you know? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Especially because in that scene, I think they were trying to, give a transition. They were still trying to show Jasmine as being strong and maybe smart, but in the animated film, that's when she was literally dressed up in this, like, red kind of prostitution outfit, but she outsmarted Jafar. And I think they were (laughs) like, well, we can't do that, so how do we make Jasmine look smart and strong and still tell this story in a way that's good for a good example for children and they were like well let's just let her be smart and strong like let's just let her say it let's let her talk let's let her say how she feels and someone was like by george that's a great idea and that's what they did they made the song speechless um which i feel like they tried to make her more of a titular 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 how you pronounce that mandy titular titular 
titular character? Yep. The way you said All it right. the second time, titular. Okay. Yep, <laughs> I feel like they tried to make her more of that, so they gave her more parts, which I'm fine with her getting more parts. If she could sing a little bit better, I'd be fine with that, too. I just... Uh, was, like, I understand where mm-hmm. she's coming from, though, because I remember that scene, because that scene made me upset when they were just like, oh, let, let the men handle it. You don't know what you're doing. You'll never rule. We got it. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? <laughs> like, I know they didn't. What I you know not they did do? not. I know they did not. And you're not even my daddy. You ain't the Sultan Jafar. You better, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> so, yeah, I get where it came from. And now that you mentioned the pond scene, I'm going to have to go back and, like, watch it again. Because I don't remember that. If that's the case, okay, it makes sense. It was based somewhere. She wasn't really speaking up. Now she's speaking up. Okay, that makes sense. Instead of she's speaking up. It just <laughs> came out of nowhere <laughs> for me. But, yeah. Wait, yeah, like, in Disney, your, we uh, got to make it a song. Right. I would give it, I would give it, an 8.9 I can't give it a full 9 <laughs> but it was really good like I was what? very happy okay. I can't, can't even say what, why I can't even say why I think I, I just figured have... something out you gotta give the listeners including me something <laughs> I think I just have like a high expectation for Disney that they have a lot of uh, live action movies coming forward mm-hmm. and I'm waiting to be blown away. Like the Maleficent movie was all right. It was a retelling. So that made it a lot better than maybe some of the other ones because it was like, it was basically like a new story, even though it was okay. supposed to be a live action version of Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Plus, okay. I'm not old enough to actually remember Sleeping Beauty in real time, so I'm just like, okay. sure. <laughs> that. I did not watch the Cinderella one because it looked like trash, and we already have Brandy Cinderella, so I'm just like, what Hello. do I need this for? Um, I watched The Jungle Book, and I did like it, but The Jungle Book was a lot of CGI with one child or actual human person and everything else was CGI. So with Aladdin, this one was one of the first major ones that I was like, okay, I like this. It's it's an actual retelling of the original story. It's mainly actors and not CGI. So I'm like, I'm like, they did good, but I wasn't all the way blown away. I was just satisfied. Like, I was happy they didn't ruin it. They gave me a couple of little little sparks of this and that where I was like, that's nice, that's cute. They still, you know, I still got uh, happy on some parts and emotional on other parts. But I was just like, it was a good job. It was satisfactory. It was a job, you know. It was it was an A-. minus. Okay, yeah, okay. A-, B+. Plus. Alex at the A minus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how grades work, so that's why I'm like, I said 89. I feel like that's an A minus, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, 89 is like a B plus. Well, it depends on where you go to school. A minus is usually like 90 to 94. Uh, right, right, right. Wait, so then what's the A? 
And then what's a plus? Never mind. Let's not do this. <laughs> I don't want to go back to this. <laughs> not where we want to focus on. This is okay. not where I want to be. Are we done wrapping up our Aladdin movie review? Yes, we are. Y'all feel free to tell us your thoughts on Aladdin. Yes. If you saw it, comments. if you anything for you, if you also felt like the Pink Ranger should have just talked her way through her lyrics, just let us know. I mean, wait, but we didn't even say anything about the actual dude that plays Aladdin. Oh. I he mean, was cool. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is like the genie story, actually. So that was it legit is the genie story. It's the story of the genie. It's the genie's origin story. So I'm the ex- only okay, thing I, that made me sad is there can't be a return of Jafar now. Okay, okay, list. All right. So what do you mean it can't be? He threw a lamp away. I mean, he threw a lamp. Yes, but what happened to our genie at the end? He got free, but that doesn't mean he can't, like, something can't happen. So that's the other thing I was excited about. I was like, oh, I'm excited to see. I wanted to do a two and three. And the person I went with was like, there were sequels to Aladdin? And I was like, oh, you didn't know there were sequels to Aladdin? I was like, the yes, the Return of Jafar and the King of Thieves. I said, the Return of Jafar, like, when he comes Return back. Return of Jafar is so good. What yes. do you mean you didn't yes. know it existed? Yes. yes. Return of Jafar to me yes. is the number one Disney. <laughs> sequel yes. ever. And I say Disney yes. separate from Pixar, of course, because Pixar yes. is really good at sequels. But Disney by yep. itself, Return yep. to Fire is the best Disney single yep. sequel. I would agree with that. I would 100% <laughs> agree with you with that. And so they didn't know, so I gave him a short little rundown. And I was like, then the King of Thieves, he finds his dad. And I was like, he was like, what? I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I said, we're going to watch these animated films back to back to back. So I need to schedule that on my little to-do list that we're going to watch. Mm these animated films back to back to back. I was like, Return of Jafar, like, uh, you don't... <laughs> He's like, no. Like, man. It's a game changer, man. Fun. Return of Jafar yeah. goes in. But because, yeah. like, yeah, because of how it ended, though, I feel like the genie isn't the genie anymore. He's just a dude. So, so <laughs> it's going to make like Return of Jafar really hard. It would make it interesting. I feel like he still... He still has his powers because even when he's set free, he still has his power. So I feel like it may be something similar to the animated series where he comes back and he's helping Aladdin on his adventures. That's what I'm thinking. So maybe I feel like in the, in the animated versions, he does still have his powers. But in this movie, they put emphasis on saying he just wants to be human. Like if he was free, he would want to be human. So I'm like, well, if you're human, you ain't got powers no more. Are you no? Because remember, after he said, "Genie, you're free," he was like, "Tell me to do something," and it's like he could do it if he wanted to, but because you told me, I don't have to do it. So he still that's has. That's not the power. impression that I got. That's not the um, impression I got. The I got that, that I got. he can't do nothing because he's not a genie no more. Like that's the that's what the line that he says in the original too. He's like, "Tell me to do something." I don't have to do it because I'm not a you know like he says it in his Robert Williams way. But I'm just like in this impression I have. Tell me to do something. Oh, I can't. Because I'm not a genie and I'm free. Eh, see, I don't look at it that way. Because even in the movies, he was free, but he still had his powers. I agree, but I feel like they changed this up. Well, I feel they like they're about money, so I know they're, they're thinking about sequels and stuff. So there's no way he doesn't have his powers. Like, there's no way. You see Will Smith coming back for a sequel? I don't see that. Can you imagine the payload? First of all, yeah, I can definitely see Will Smith coming back for a sequel. 
Like, this mm. has gotten garnered so much, like, positive attention and positive feedback. I can definitely see him coming back for a sequel. He's on Bad Boys 3. He'll become the genius. I mean, he is the new genius. I mean, like, who, Will who Smith will, come back? D- will do a sequel, but I don't, I honestly feel like Will Smith does not make movies with the intention of pleasing us. Because a lot of his movies, people be like, they trash. And he'd be like, well, I have fun. On to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> but he has fun here, so I could see him coming back. I could definitely see him coming back. Then all the mm. promo and stuff they did, like, he seemed like he really liked the cast, so. I would expect yeah. Disney to proceed with the sequels, but we'll see. I don't know. Disney has so much on their docket right now, especially with that streaming service coming out. I don't know if Aladdin 2 is on their high priority, but maybe it'll happen, because like I said, they're doing Maleficent 2, and I don't know who asked for that. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't that... bad. You're it right. wasn't terrible. I just didn't... It was just a different story than what we originally saw, so by default, it was going to be better than something that came out in like the 60s. Right. I liked Maleficent. Like, I would give that between a 7 and an 8. I saw the preview for the second one, and I, I said the same thing. I was like, who asked for this? Why? What's going on with these characters? How come nobody's age? I'm confused. <laughs> it just confused me. And I was like, I didn't, I don't care for this. Nobody's asking for it. But what if? Not my cup of tea. Yeah. I mean, even when I watched Maleficent, I'm, I'm a fan of um, Elle Fanning which is the girl that played Aurora. Yep. Yes. I mean, she's, <laughs> my point is, she's her own person now. She is no I longer know, the code of to, like, give a reference, because the code is not really acting as much anymore. Right. Because Ella's bomb. I mean, that's probably not the exact reason why, but her sister is really, really good. So, you know, it's kind of like the Olsen twins. What's their sister's name that's acting? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. There we go. Why <laughs> <laughs> do you say it like that? I know her from the Marvel movies, but I don't really know her from anything else. She did so much more stuff before she became Scarlet Witch. Like, she was very much in the indie movie scene, doing a lot of weird, creepy stuff. Nothing like anything Mary-Kate and Ashley have ever done. She's just like, I'm going down a different path. <laughs> and now she Except makes Marvel her. movies. Great. <laughs> I like it when the like the sibling I feel like we're getting off off subject here, but just real quick. We I like when are. the siblings like go <laughs> off path, like how um Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson are do different music. Mm. Solange and Beyonce do different music. Um when it yeah. comes to acting I do feel like Dakota and Elle Fanning have done different projects. I feel like Dakota Fanning has done more like sci fi and Elle Fanning has done more whimsical things. <clears throat> yeah, I mean Elle Fanning does a lot of different stuff. She's done things where she was a vampire. She does a lot of things where she has a British accent for some reason. She's played a trans man, which was very controversial because, of course, she's a cisgender woman. That's not appropriate. Like, there's so many roles already for them. See, I didn't know about that. Not that. I mean, this is, I'm pretty sure it's gone, common gone already, but there are just so many little yep. roles already for these kind of characters, so I'm just like, all right, when people do that, like, okay, don't do and that. And the very first thing that I saw her in that I was like, oh, this girl, you know, she worked hard. She played um, a child. It was when she was a child called Phoebe in Wonderland, and she played an autistic child. So I'm like, she's been working hard for a really long time, but... I guess 
she's never really done big blockbuster stuff the way that Dakota did, where everyone knew Dakota's name. But I know Elle's name, and I like to see her work. So what's next on um, your docket, Mandy? Um, I'd like to give a little bit of an adulting conversation. I had one of those to start off with before the Aladdin. I forgot, but I got excited. Okay. I'm quiet. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to give me yours first? Well, mine, yours sounds serious. Mine is a little more silly. Oh, mine isn't that serious. It's just a thing that I experienced for the first time as an adult in my own right. Basically, it's a, yeah. Okay, so you want to go first? Okay, yeah, because mine still sounds sillier than yours. So (laughs) I wanted to title this segment, like, being an adult means dot, dot, dot. And so for the first time the other day, there was, like, this crazy sale, and then I had coupons. So, like, I got, like, four different name brand cereals, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to open up. Each one of these. <laughs> Girl, you in the dark. This is my house. I bought this cereal. <laughs> I'm open up all four boxes. So in one day, I had four bowls of cereal, like two for breakfast, one for lunch, and one for dinner. And I was like, these all taste delicious. <laughs> Why have they been keeping me from the varieties of name brand cereal? <laughs> It's like so you I had like, two experiences, though. You had <laughs> a, you got to have name brand cereal, and b, you got to have more than one cereal. You yep. got to at one time. You yep. didn't have to eat yep. one and then nope. eat the other. You got to have nope. both. Yep. I had me a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. I had a bowl of a Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I had a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch Churros. And I had some Blueberry Cheerios just to bring it home. So <laughs> I felt very fancy. I felt very adult-like. And I looked around like, who going to check me? Nobody going to check me. <laughs> who going to check me? Nobody. So, sorry. That was just very exciting for me. <laughs> <laughs> no need to that apologize. That's legit. Even as an adult, I was like, that would be wasteful. But the other day, I was like, oh, why not? Why not? <laughs> so I was happy to do it. That's really cool because the other day, I did, I do stop myself from still doing that. I'm just like, no, nah, I have to finish this one before I yep. open the other one. So, now, in fact, I didn't buy an additional cereal that I wanted to buy because I was like, <laughs> I have a cereal at home that I have to eat first. Right. So, I didn't even get through the process of buying both. I'm just like, no, nope, <laughs> you got to eat this one before you can get the other one because that's what they say. Who is right? They? I don't know, but them's the rules. Right. So, them's yeah, I fully understand. My adulting thing was a home renovation mm-hmm. that home I personally, right. It, well, it's not technically, I mean, it's where I live, but it's not my home because I don't pay a mortgage. I pay a rent. I live in an apartment. Okay. However... I needed to get a new bathtub in my apartment. I was very excited. Um, I basically needed this new bathtub from the moment I moved in, but, you know, they work around changing things in apartments. They do what they can 
to fix things on the bare minimum of money. So I finally got to a point where they were like, yeah, we need to change this bathtub. And I was like, yay, I'm going to have a new bathtub. And then the reality sets in that this is a renovation. And when things are being renovated, it is very inconvenient to your everyday living. So I could not take a shower for two days because – even though they replaced the tub very quickly, they had to do a couple of new tiling stuff, and they had to wait for things to dry or mold or, you know, whatever happens when you do that type of stuff. So then I had to be like, oh, snap, where am I going to bathe? <laughs> and then I had to go right back to my parents' house to be like, can I take a shower? Can I wash my hair? <laughs> and I feel like, you know... Yeah, that was for real, though. Like, other adults, like, they probably prepare for those type of things. Like, maybe they go to a hotel. That's not the type of life I'm living yet, so I'm not going to a hotel. And I do have people that live kind of close to me that maybe I could have called first right. and be like, hey, can I take a shower at your house? But that's just kind of weird to me. Like, I didn't necessarily want to go to my friends and be like, can I take a shower at your house? So I just went to my parents' house where I know that I'm always welcome. And my parents. I'm sure you're welcome around your friends. You should just ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other thing is, like, my parents also recently had a renovation where my mom redid her bathroom, and I was like, I want to take a shower in that bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I've seen it. It's a beautiful bathroom. Like, it looks completely different from, like, when we were growing up. It's beautiful. She did a great job. Mm-hmm. It's the best room in the house. <laughs> like the, the bathroom slash her closet area. I'm just like I could stay in here. I could stay in here. So yeah, just like those moments of getting a thing fixed, but then or renovated or changed or making an upgrade, but then having that transitional period where it's like you will then be inconvenienced for making this upgrade in your life. There's going to be moments when it's like it's just things just don't fall in line because of your upgrade. And um, that was the thing I learned. But it's cool. But it's cool now. So, yep, that's my adulting. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. So next time do you think you'll get a hotel or you think you'll just hit up your parents again? Um, typically what I do when something has to happen is I schedule it around a period when I'm not going to be home anyways, like when I would take a vacation. I've done that when I needed to, like, get my car fixed and stuff. I'm like, here, y'all can have this. I'm going to be out of town. I'll pick it up when I get back. <laughs> so I guess I would try and do something like that. Yeah. It really works out for me better that way. Oh my goodness, you guys! Man, to be yelling at me, y'all don't hear everything. We're gonna edit it out. She's be raising her voice. <laughs> I'm not raising my voice. I'm not raising my voice. Shout out to Denzel Whitaker. <laughs> Denzel Whitaker. Okay, you guys. I believe it's time for our underappreciated awards. Do you yeah, have one, Andy? Because I definitely I have do. one. I do. I do. What if we had the same one? Ooh. We won't because you sh- I know. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure I could bet it on my unborn child. Oh, no. Okay. 
I don't want to take those kind of bets. Um, <laughs> my underappreciated award this week goes to the tall, beautiful, talented, hilarious Janine Daniels. Okay. 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 Now, okay. I know Ollie knows who Janine is, yep. but some of yep. you out there as our listeners, as our listeners, listeners <laughs> as our listeners are like, who? What? Right. Janine Daniels is a television writer, actress, producer. She has created multiple web series that I mm-hmm. promise you are beyond hilarious. Yep. Um, and realistic. And not just funny, like realistic, like ridiculous. Realistic. Yes. Like very much real life. Like she lives in a space of real life. How? But she also could, you know, I feel like if she wanted to, she could totally do a place of fantasy because she's a huge cartoon and anime fan. So mm-hmm. I would love to see her, you know, kind of do something in that realm as well um, in terms of an animated series, but that's neither here nor there. Janine Daniels um, created a few web series with the platform Black and Sexy TV. She was one of the original founders of it. However, she has since moved on and created her own platform, which is called The Plug TV. On the Plug TV, she has created such series as Petty Fitness, which is exactly what it sounds like. When you only working out so that you can show them haters or your ex or that girl that was talking about you in middle school who thumped your forehead when you were walking down the hallway, look at me now. I'm snatched. I'm sexy. I can get it, blah, blah, blah. And all of us who are doing the petty fitness workouts, we're not really the most athletic people. But our goal, our drive to look snatched for the haters is going to push us so that we can then all be snatched. Um, She also did a web series called, I believe it's His and Hers, Mm -hmm. where it's just about a couple who... Constantly argue. In fact, they be arguing about the same thing over and over and over again in every episode, which is he feels like she's doing the most or she's doing something that he doesn't like, and he retaliates by being like, well, this is my apartment. I pay the bills. And she's like, oh, that's how you feel? Cool. Don't try and roll over and come at me in the bed since I thought we were in a partnership, but evidently we're not in a partnership, so I'm not going to extend my goods to you if you do not want to extend your goods to me. He's like, nah, that's not what I mean. I just wanted you to clean up a little bit because the bathroom was messy. Like, again, those realistic storylines. Um And right now, she has a form of a talk show called Auntie's Advice, which is featured on the Bossip website. So if you're wondering about Janine and want to maybe introduce yourself to a bit of her work, I would say you can check out her YouTube for The Plug TV, and you can also check out her talk show, Auntie's Advice, on Bossip. Nice, nice plug for the plug TV. So Janine is awesome. She's an amazing creator. Her mind is just so 
her mind is just so amazing. Mandy has actually gotten a chance to meet her in person. I met her I over the phone. She sat on her lap. It was really cool. My lap. And, and the fact that Jesus. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was trying not to fan girl out, but for real, she sat on my lap, and I felt like I couldn't breathe because she's very tall. So I feel like, like not that she's like fat by any stretch of the imagination, but she's, she's really not. tall, girl, so she has more weight. Girl, she does. Body's banging. But I just felt like <laughs> she she was heavier than she looks because of how tall she is. So I was just sitting there like, girl, you're so heavy, but I don't want to tell you that you need to sit in your own seat so because you're like you earlier with the breathing thing. You're trying to be quiet mm-hmm. and just take uh, I was just like, if I just focus on my breathing, I will stay alive through this entire experience. But I also wanted to talk to her because she was, you know, people were talking to her about her work, and I'm like, I can't focus on breathing and engage in a conversation at the same time so I'm going to have to tell her that she has to get out my lap <laughs> which is crazy because I know if she ever listens to this she probably does not remember but it was the highlight of my year was so funny and I remember that night because I believe I called you on that night and she actually no, spoke that was to a me different time different I met time? her yeah because oh. I met her more than once but a different yeah. time I met her <laughs> Man, and I missed out on all these times. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, but Ali called me, and I was like, oh, my God, girl, I'm here with Janine and a bunch of other people, but let me see if I can get her to say hi to you on the phone. And she did. And she, she legit didn't even say hi. We had a full-blown conversation, asked me how I'm at, how I am, where I'm at, what am I working on, like, full-blown conversation. Like, this woman is one of the most humble, honestly, celebrities that I've ever met in my entire life. Like, cool and chill. Like, the persona she puts out on public is how she is in real life. This is just based on my phone conversation. (laughs) Right. And for some people who are going to be like, you're calling her a celebrity, but how can you say that if we didn't know her? A lot of people don't know her. Janine, like we're saying, is so talented, so capable. She has had so many opportunities that for reasons that are beyond her control, like no fault of her own, like they just did not work out in the same way. And it shows like the type of work ethic and hustle that she has where she's like, I'm not going to let the fact that my HBO deal didn't go through or I was a staff writer for this show. And then the show got canceled before it really, I really it got a chance to come out because of something that another third party did. Like, it's just one of those situations where it's like, she's like, I know my talent, I know my worth, mm-hmm. and even though I'm experiencing hardships now, I'm going to keep grinding towards my goal because this is what I believe in. And we believe in her, and that's why I wanted yep. to give her my underappreciated award. That is a great recipient for the underappreciated award. Clap, 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 clap. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> clap, 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 clap. Clap, 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 clap. So, see, I knew I could bet my unborn child on this. My appreciated <laughs> award goes to the King of Reads. His real name is Justin. He is a YouTuber, a vlogger. He also has his own podcast. He usually does entertainment news. And I just want to highlight him because when I talk about, like, warriors for women and warriors for justice and just people on the right side of, you know, right and wrong morality. I, he is definitely at the forefront of my mind. I 
if someone were to ask me, like, who do you think, like, capes the hardest for black women, I would say Justin, I would say the king of reads. Like, he is like, what you're not about to do is talk about black women. What you're not about to do is disrespect black women. Like, yeah, she might have messed up, and I'll talk to her behind the scenes, but what you're not about to do is go on the public platform and do the da 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 black women, black women, black women. And I just appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. That doesn't mean he hates anyone else or doesn't care about anyone else, but he really makes it a point to speak his mind and educate his followers on how black women are just this majestical entity that we need to support and love and respect. And I just really, really appreciate that from him. That's cool. I do not know him, but I love people on YouTube. Um, I love vlogs. I do. YouTube is a good 33% of my television watching. And if you know me, I watch a lot of television. So that's quite a bit, which is how I got introduced to Janine Daniels. But neither here nor there. I definitely always would want to, you know, have a new person to intake. So if you could send me his information so that I can partake and also be a fan, I'd love that. I can definitely do that. Again, his name is King of Reads, you all, on all his social media platforms. His real birth name is Justin. So, <laughs> yeah, that concludes my underappreciated award. Yeah, we did that. I feel like we said it. Oh, yeah. This was a good podcast. We liked a bunch of things today. We did. <laughs> we were on the same page for quite a bit, which is not We fun. were. It was so <laughs> positive and happy. Yeah. Next podcast got to be dark and gloomy. Right. Sad, sad moment. Balance. It's about balance. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a maniacal cry, what I just did. Instead of a maniacal laugh. All right, I'm going to chill. <laughs> well, I guess we got to do that thing where we close out the podcast. Yep. Bye, y'all. Just kidding. Wait. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mandy, are you going to tell the listeners where they can find us? Yes. <laughs> there you are. That a fuck. He's like, bye. Like, wait. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at M N O Podcast. Um, letter M, letter N, letter O Podcast. Yes. Please be sure to subscribe and rate the episodes on whatever platform you use to listen to our podcast. I saw that we had one five-star review on on iTunes, on Apple, so I was really excited about that, but it was one. So, you know, guys. Thank you to whoever that is, because I don't even have iTunes. Otherwise, I would probably go in and rate us on there. But thank you to whoever (laughs) that is. Right, it wasn't us this time. time. I'll be transparent. I'll be like, listen, I I kicked it off, so y'all need to come on. But no, it wasn't us. Yeah. Um, We appreciate any, like, comments and feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah, that reminds me. I want to give a shout-out to the Sports & Wave podcast because they acknowledged us on their podcast. They were very nice. Um, They talked about, you know, my little... (laughs) 
Yeah, my little comments yeah. on Samuel Jackson, and I didn't add this in our podcast, but because, um, you know, I know the host, John, we've already had the conversation about the reason why I don't like Samuel Jackson, and they basically agreed with me, even though they do like him. So <laughs> if you are into sports and barbershop talk, as they say, you can definitely listen to their podcast, which is the Sports and Waves. And um, How do you spell if that? you listen to Sports and Waves, uh, sports. Um, spelled sports, S T O R T S, and then N, the letter N, kind of like how we do, and then waves, W A V E S. So, sports and waves. Nice. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Oh, and then you can email us questions and comments at Mandy and Ollie at gmail.com. Yep, and we will definitely get back to you, for reals. For reals. Okay. It was good to talk to you all. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. Body made for freaking